Are you looking to have a laugh about parenting? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Parenting After Dark with your host, Mark and Kelly Stanton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Parenting After Dark with your host, Mark Stanton, along with my wife, Kelly. Hi, everyone. And if you could see what we're doing now, you would be floored. I'm we are floored. sitting on our living room floor on the hardwood, yeah. putting together the final touches on our daughter's science project that is due tomorrow. How many of you can relate to this? That's right, kids. We're doing a grade four science project uh, tonight. And it is how far, who's doing that for their kids, all right? Who's stepping up? Or is the mic going a little bit too far? Yeah, the question is, how much yeah, do you help both, your children? Here, here's, okay, so here's a good example. Our daughter just told us recently that she has a big science fair that she's a part of. That everybody in the big. class needs She to knew be what big of. was. This isn't big. Well, true, but for grade four, I know they scare the crap. It's a pretty big project, and um, yeah. So basically, she sprung this on us, and we pulled this one off for her. But you know, I do think there's people out there that would disagree with what we've done, and some people. We're not. We did. Well, hold on. We didn't do it. We just kind of were taping shit together. No, oh no, I agree with that, but some people would say you shouldn't even help them, that that's their own fault and they would o- they'd only learn if you didn't help them, right? If we didn't do it for her, she'd learn for the next science project. And yeah, I'm not saying we're you... doing it for her at all. She truly did do this project, but she we did are work. doing the we're just final, doing the final touches. Touch, which she should have had a little more time put in. Yeah. Yeah, some more time was required, but certainly the gist of the project was completed by herself. Yeah, and hopefully I get good marks. Because uh, I put some work into this. It's a beaut. She's a beaut. Well, you try and make it look grade four, and maybe sometimes you make it look a little grade three, just to give them a little, you know, you should have worked it yourself. Uh, so I think we're sitting at at least a grade three, three, four, right in there. But I do think her. it's pretty awesome. I have to say it's pretty girly. There's a lot of sparkles on this Sparkly, one. Sparkly, light, yeah. reflection, reflection. Okay, so this same child just recently celebrated her ninth birthday. And she uh, requested a birthday party at a place called Ingenation. So we went there, had a good time, and then we all came back for pizza. And she asked for the children to all sleep over. So they, they did, and they did really good, great, great group of girls, and they all went to bed, went to sleep by like midnight, which I think is pretty good for sleepover. Oh, and they slept in, by the way, till 8.45, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Anyways, they, uh, 3.30 in the morning, jeez freaked me out. First of all, I slept in the basement in the spare room (laughs) outside of where the girls were sleeping because I just thought in case somebody needed me, I was close by. 
So anyways, in the middle of the night, it's about 3.30 and I wake up and there's a little person just standing beside my bed staring at me. That would freak me out. It was pretty freaky, I have to say. Oh, yeah. sober bit. And anyway, she had decided that she was, not decided, but she, she was homesick and she wanted to go home. And she definitely had decided she was going home, for and, sure. And once again, how many parents out there would be doing that as well? Not me. <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah, so guess what I did? I drove her home at 3.30 in the morning. Aren't you good, Miss Kel? Well, you know what? We have, we have I, a little one. Well, we actually have two of them that don't particularly like sleepovers. No, and I would do it because uh, it happened to our son once. Yeah. And it's one of those things where until you're in the moment, and I've said that before, until you're in that moment, you don't know what it's like. And it's like, uh, I, I was grateful that they did it. I know it's something that, you know, it's a pain in the ass anytime you gotta take a, a kid home at two, three o'clock in the morning. But I think the parents, I think, really appreciate it too. And, and really, once in a while, it's not that big of a deal. No, not at you all. I mean? And it truly was our turn. It, it, yeah. It, what goes around comes around, and 3 30 in the morning. Literally, exact same time, one night, the doorbell starts ringing, and there is Ty and this mom on our doorstep, yeah. and she's apologizing, because she tried to phone, but I didn't answer. And this is exactly what happened with this family as yeah, well. Exact same thing, so we Yeah, got so it. I, well, it was kind of funny, if you think about it, because I had to, she knew the door code, so she opened the door, and I told her to go up to her parents' room right away, and to tell them that to call me that you know she's home and so I guess I'm uh, talking to the mom the next day I guess she went up the stairs and she stood beside the dad's side of the bed and the mom saw her first though opened her eyes and like freaked out and was like she's home how'd you get home that is freaky man I've had that happen a few times too <laughs> that uh, just yes. freaks you out <laughs> oh, pretty funny anyway yes wait I I can say probably most parents can relate to this. Either you're the parent driving a kid home in the middle of the night, or you're the parent who is um, getting the, the doorbell rang and your kid's coming home. So I guess the question is, here's the question. You know, I, I did try to convince her to stay, but I didn't try uh, Yeah, hard, I don't think you want to upset the kids. Like we're pretty no. good with the kids and... And I think that's, I guess, where you want to stand if you want to be, uh, you know, kid-friendly or if you want to come off like that bull and, and just be like, no, you're not going home. And then you set a precedence right away that shit doesn't go down in your house. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know me. what it is. I, which way should you go? Because I the... also feel that I had a friend once say something to me because we have our oldest, uh, you know, he has had some issues with sleepovers and and sh so my friend said I was kind of concerned about him and my friend said you know I just want you to remember something that it's completely okay that he wants to be home with you guys that he wants you guys there is nothing wrong with that and I guess I was sort of my mindset wasn't in the right 
place because I was thinking of it as a bad thing. But the truth is, it's not a bad thing. He wants no. to be home with his family. That's right, okay. but you, you gotta you gotta push him a little too. You gotta you gotta absolutely get but, him out of I the mean, nest. He is only ten. Yeah. And well, that's I, a I funny age to be breastfeeding. What's that? <laughs> I said that's a funny age to be breastfeeding. Oh well. <laughs> well, that's well. It's kind of like that. You you got to you wean them off and you wean them and you wean them and you know you, you gotta let well, him go. Well, he's not. No, he's not ready to let go of the breast. Oh, well, my gosh. <laughs> we are kidding for anybody around the world listening yeah. to us. <laughs> but it's one of those things where going around the block and and it, it's not a major street. There's crosswalks all over the place. Kids, people usually slow down when there's kids, especially on the main roads. People can see, like, uh, I don't know. I, I Where think did that come from? What are you talking about? Well, letting him weaning him off, let him go around the block, oh. let him go to school on his bike, let him do these things, let yeah, him jump off the I fence, let him, you know, try backflips. Let them grow a little, man. They're gonna break stuff. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna break something in their life. Well, Did you ever yeah, break anything? Yeah. yeah, but hey. you don't want your kid to break something. Well, no, but you uh, it's going to happen, I think. Well, why? Like, it's not guaranteed that it's going to happen. Well, if you're not, you got to have fun. Kids don't get hurt. Well, then they're not having fun. I'm sure everybody gets hurt at some point, well, but not hurt where, you know. Just think all the fun stuff that's happened from getting hurt. Yeah, true. Like, come on now. That's a good one. I want to hear some stories about getting hurt but having a, the time of your life kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, why not? All I'm putting right. that out there, folks. So, yeah, how far do you go with your kids? Are you doing science projects? Are we the only nut bars out here doing science projects for our kids? Or how far along are you helping them? Um, comment and let us know. I also want to know how how involved you are in your children's schoolwork. Um, do you just send them to school and let them work at their own pace? Or are you checking the blog every night and making sure everything is done that the teacher wants done? How involved are you? And I guess, I guess that I need help with that one because I know that it's important that we're involved, absolutely. But there's a fine line between being involved and then uh, and, and also being responsible to make sure the work's done. Like I want I want our children to be accountable yeah. and responsible instead of us, you know, saying, Oh, don't forget you have a science project due. Don't forget you have this due. Like remember to do this. Yeah. So I how do you instill that in your children rather than, you know, it's kind of like when we went to train our firstborn uh, potty training and we quit. I quit after two weeks because I realized that the only people that were really trained were you and I. We just knew all the signs you know, of when he needed to go to the washroom and we brought him to the washroom. He wasn't actually trained. But we gave up. Do you know that? And I heard this today from a buddy of mine named Mike. Um, do you know that? When the Indians do a rain dance, they're 100% successful. You guys know that out there? No. When, because you know why they're 100% successful? What? Because they don't quit until it rains. Because <laughs> they don't give Makes up. Sense. They don't give they up. Don't give so, up. you know what I mean? If you don't give up, it will rain. So, what's, it's one That's of those a good things. Point. Yeah. It's, there's a it lot might of those take little. Longer Indian, or shorter. Whatever you know, it's it going to take a bit more work. 
and when it's ready, it's gonna rain, but that's one of those things where they don't give up. So if, just think about it, if you had a 100% success rate, because you never gave up. Yeah, you know that's, what, Mike, that's a really, really well, great I've point. Gotta thank my buddy Mike Wolf for that one. I wow. thought of that and I'm like, hmm, that's it. Why don't you guys chew on that one for a little bit? Huh? When you're thinking about stuff, that's a free tidbit. Look at that right there. Yeah, it is a good one. Okay, say it again. Yeah. I forget it. No, you don't. <laughs> um, the Indian. Yeah, rain dance. They're 100% successful uh, all the time. Right. Because they never quit. They never quit. They yep. keep going till it rains. So there's your good night topic for today. Um, let us know what you thought about the podcast and check us out on Facebook as well. You guys have a good night. Good night, everyone. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Parenting After Dark with Mark and Kelly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit Parenting After Dark on Facebook and Twitter at PAD. We'll catch you next time.